What's the Homework? Episode 20, The Language of Love, with your hosts, Ed and Eric. This week, Ed and Eric are joined by Rob, man of mystery and self-proclaimed president of Bachelor Nation, to discuss Bachelor in Paradise. So, put on your fanciest t-shirt and gym shorts. It's the last day of camp, and you're planning to make your big move on Lindsay. Camp is about to begin. Welcome back, guys. We are starting this with a bang. We're here on, uh, what's the homework? I'm so fucking out of it. I'm sorry. What is going on? I don't know, dude. I'm not myself after work. You always want to do it immediately after work. You're like, all right, I got off the train. Let's go. (laughs) It's because I want to just be home and sit under my bed and be sad. Anyway, guys, this is What's the Homework, the podcast where Ed and Eric, uh, Assign each other challenges each week, do tasks, talk to their friends, and uh, we grade each other. Yeah. We do? Do we? When have we ever graded each other? Well, we grade crunchy snacks. Yeah. I grade grade you at the end of it. I'm going to release it in the season finale. Oh. Yeah. I didn't know you were doing that. (sighs) Anyway. Eric, do you want to say anything? Do you want to say hi? Um, Yeah. Hey. This is Eric. Let's hope this episode is not as bad as that intro. Oh. We can start over if you want. <laughs> Guys. All right. Everybody shut up. Shut up. I'm going to do this again. Guys, welcome to What's the Homework, the podcast where Eric and I uh, talk, we talk to our friends, and usually when we talk to our friends, there's an assignment involved, and sometimes when we don't have any friends, we just give each other a random-ass assignment. We've done magic in the past, we've baked pies, we've done art, and most of the time, I don't do it, so then I have to donate to charity, but Eric does it, and then we talk about it. Is that better, Eric? Yeah. Is that a better encapsulation of what the podcast is? That was about? much better. I'm always curious what you're always looking at when you're thinking about what you're saying. Oh, I'm not. You, you can't look at me. <laughs> well, you're the doctor, Eric. I uh, can't make eye contact. I'm constantly jumpy. I have an unnatural love of trains. Anyway, guys, as I mentioned, sometimes we have friends on the podcast. Maybe I'm so nervous because my best friend from high school is meeting my best friend from college. And it's like... Your mistress meeting your wife. So maybe that's what I'm worried about. No? Eric, you... Yeah, I don't, I don't feel the way a mistress or a wife should feel towards a mistress. <laughs> wait, who says I'm the mistress? Wait, am I the mistress? No, wait a minute, Eric. <laughs> I was there first. I'll let, I'll, let you guys, I'll let you guys battle that out. But everybody, my best friend from high school... My main man, Rob, is on the podcast. Hi, Rob. Hi, Ed. Hi, Eric. Thank you for having me. It's funny to like watch you do this with actual video now. Like, yeah. Ed just wanders off into space staring I do look wistfully at, I do. as if I he's like, look in, at a, you guys. in some sort of like actual radio show. And he's got to like, <laughs> look at his producer to make sure he doesn't mess it up too poorly. <laughs> Except his producer is not Eric, apparently. It's not. I don't know why I don't look at the camera. Maybe it's because I don't want to see how ugly I am. You can always like turn that function off. Mm-hmm. The Ed ugliness yeah. function. I could <laughs> There's put. There's a filter for that. I could. 
<laughs> it's where I it's just a giant cartoon. Filter. Yeah, a giant cartoon face. That's more preferable for us to look that, at. That face makes Katie crack up so, <laughs> like, every single time she will, like, pee her pants. That's almost as, so Katie will laugh at that Animoji face. The same at the same frequency that Rob will laugh at dogs <laughs> doing not dog things, like Rob, you have yep. a penchant. You can be you can be serious and you have a very specific set of humor. But when you see dogs in car, I feel like every time we've seen a dog in a front seat, you like nudge me and say, "That dog's driving that car." <laughs> <laughs> it's abs- I, literally right before we started this. I sent my girlfriend a picture of a dog holding a little puppy holding a uh, like a food bowl, and just, <laughs> just out of nowhere. Just wanted yeah, to let her know. You do, you do have a soft spot for dogs. <laughs> Guys, we have Rob on because Rob is our resident expert of uh, one of the most popular TV shows of the past 10 years. Today, Easy. we are going to be talking about The Bachelor, specifically a offshoot of The Bachelor that is somehow... <laughs> is it is it crazier? I think it's crazier just because it has like all of the losers from the previous ones. But I mean, you could make the argument that because they lost, they're probably less crazy than the lunatics who actually win. So I can go. Dude, back yeah, but also they came back on, so I feel like that makes them crazier. Correct. So you know, the scratch for the reality TV show bug wasn't quite done the first time they were exposed yeah. on national television. So I don't know. Okay, we'll have to dissect. So <laughs> yeah, but before we get into it, let's each talk about our history with the Bachelor. So I'll start because mine's the briefest. Right. I have watched one Bachelor Winter Game. <laughs> no, how many how many episodes do you watch? I think, I think we plowed through we... like two or three right in a row, which seems like you've seen an entire season because it's honestly the same shit. So there's so dude, there's so first off, the episodes are very long. They're an hour long. Yeah, and the thing you made us watch was like four hours long. Yeah. Well, you should also preface, so Bachelor Winter Games is another shoot-off. It's not like watching the actual meat of The Bachelor. So you've never watched the actual show? Me? I've never watched the actual actual Bachelor. Does, does Katie ever watch it? I think Katie watched it when she lived with Kate, but like since then she hasn't watched it. Okay. So Bachelor is on at the same time as professional wrestling on Mondays. <laughs> oh my so, god, how do you decide, Ed? <laughs> well, yeah. you know, I... There, <laughs> Obviously, we'll get into this, but they're more similar than you guys. Yeah. <laughs> they're extremely similar, actually. But so that's my experience. Eric, how about you? What, what what's your experience with The Bachelor? Um, so uh, Sydney has done like Bachelor, um, what do you call it? Drafts or brackets, whatever. Brackets, yeah, yeah. brackets. Yeah. Um, so she's done those a couple of years. Um, hasn't really done them the last two or three years how does she fare during them like is she rubbing off on you at all while you were watching this like were you able to garner any of her insights while you were watching or was it straight up you alone in your room watching bachelor in paradise for the first time (laughs) eric and cindy do everything together no so it was usually her show that she would watch when i wasn't around but then sometimes i would like tune in and she was like i have to watch this so i can put in my like your your, votes for next week or whatever yeah that makes sense um so i've seen I think I've seen like one season pretty like front to back pretty sure. well. Okay. Um, and then I've for the past like five years <laughs> or so. Do you remember so, anything about it? Who was the bachelor or bachelorette? Uh, I don't know. I don't remember <laughs> any of their names. Let me guess. It was a white guy with spiky hair and a tattoo on the inside of his yeah. bicep. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and I don't want to, I don't want to bury the lead a little bit, but the flashbacks Fantastic. to the old bachelor are like they're like records from history of what time was like for douchebags i know i, I feel like era. they should have just done like a this grainy what... cut over top of it like old-timey music to like back in 2016 dude 
I think we would we would be a lot further in history if we had like the Bachelor from 1920 to look back oh my on God, and yeah. know what we did wrong to learn from those people. But anyway, so Rob, uh, don't no, I, I didn't mean to not get to what uh what's your history with the Bachelor? Uh, I'm definitely a serial watcher, so I've seen I think the past. I'm so like, surprised about. I, <laughs> it, yes, it's very. Uh, when I tell people that, they're usually somewhat surprised, which I think is a good thing. Um, but I've consistently watched the past like four or five seasons of both Bachelor and Bachelorette. Okay, <laughs> so that's a solid so like two years, years of viewing. No, no, no. Sorry. So like one one season of each. So. Oh, so combined, and then so you the st- Bachelor you Winter watching- Games and the Bachelor in Paradise, the whole seasons, like multiple. Okay. Yeah. And so what, you started what watching after college. It? Yeah, which is wait, you started after college? Yeah, actually. So like uh, some friends I knew from college would watch it, uh, like more so once we all graduated, and I had like no idea what the hell they were talking about all the time. Mm-hmm. Um, and then I ended up watching, I think it was like one of the first episodes of a season, and just mm-hmm. seeing like, so just a little background as well for. Well, I mean, since you guys didn't have much background on it, how The Bachelor works is if it's if it's The Bachelor. <laughs> Thanks, Rob. I'm giving, I'm giving it's The Bachelor. <laughs> Already better at us than podcasting. <laughs> so when it's The Bachelor, it's one female and like 30 dudes who all show up on night one. And then she systematically picks them over the mm-hmm. course of like eight weeks. And they have different like not challenges, but they'll have like group dates. Um, they'll have one on one dates. They'll have eventual times where they'll like take them home to meet their families or they'll have like romantic getaways and shit like that and it just like whittles down further and further and further and then the bachelorette is the reverse scenario where there's one girl and like or sorry the other way around sorry there's uh bachelorette is where there's one girl like 30 dudes bachelors where there's one guy and 30 girls typically the bachelorette is more fun to watch only because the dudes are such tools and they usually at some point get in like multiple fights like actual, yeah. but like they don't actually fight, but they always tease it like it finally happened. Where it'll be like an idiot like mm-hmm. fell out of bed and like cracked his head, but they'll tease it as if like these guys finally got into it and the guy had like night terrors or some shit. Got it. The girls yeah. tend to just like get really, really catty and cattier over the course of it, and it's similar on both ends. So, Bachelor I'm in Paradise what is where they take all these you idiots. Prefer Bachelor. I think yeah, you like to compare you. yourselves to the. To the <laughs> as long as I'm not the, like these idiots, then I'm doing okay. <laughs> I think yeah. Okay, so keep going. So anyway, so, and then once it gets to the end, the expectation is that the final two guys, whether it's Bachelorette throws into the girl, or whether it's there's one dude left and there's two girls, a proposal occurs where they actually choose mm-hmm. to get married to this idiot mm-hmm. in both scenarios. <laughs> so yeah. anybody who wasn't, pretty much anyone who wasn't the winner, typically, though it would be Sometimes. a... Typically. Though it would be a twist of fate. <laughs> we saw the preview. Though it would be a twist of fate, then they don't go on like shows like Bachelor in Paradise or Bachelor Winter Games because they've already found their, their love forever. Right. So. So, so okay, and other than Bachelor, <laughs> so I, I was thinking about it. I used to watch, did you guys ever watch that show Rock of Love? Yes. Have you heard it? Yes. Where it's Brett Michaels. Brett Michaels. She, Do you remember Tila Tequila? A Shot at I Love? I remember Tila Tequila. <laughs> I remember. I also remember uh, Flavor Flav's show, uh-huh. Flavor of Love, yep. and then there was New- I Love New York. So oh, yeah, yeah. these were just. I, I feel like they're offshoots. These, the Bachelor's been around the, for a long time. Yeah, I feel like these like dating shows speak to the inner workings of like human society and the human soul, and they really try and get give people <laughs> in like one subset of culture what they want. Like 
there are definitely some people that are watching this and see all the people and they're like, these are the ideal people or no. Or it's the, or it's the antithesis of that. It's like, these are the caricatures of just the worst, one worst subsect of people. So, so Rob, you, you watch it at least partially just from what I'm understanding, because it's for the like, uh, camp is the wrong word, but like the surreal, the surreal, but like, there are people that watch it very seriously, I feel like. Yeah, like when you... So at the end of, like, both Bachelor and Bachelorette, they do a, like, men tell all or women tell all where they bring all the people on who didn't win. And they have these, mm-hmm. like, reveals and they just, like, basically rehash the exact same things that they fought about six months prior mm-hmm. when they were filming. But people, nice. like, cry and shit during those. And they, like, chant. It's like it's like watching Jerry Springer at that point where they're, like, getting nice. into it and yelling and stuff like that. Wait, sorry. Who's crying? The people like on the, the fan, show no, or no, fans? No, it's like a live Everyone's audience. Everyone's crying it's a except live Chris audience. Hansen. Yeah, Chris has That's never his name. cried. No, Chris Hansen? Yes. Chris Harrison. Chris Hansen's the pedophile. <laughs> That's the other show. <laughs> so going back to the like operatic romantic nature, I think that like Chris Harrison is like um, whoever is leading, whoever leads Dante through like the pits of hell. He's like <laughs> leading Circle by circle. This, yeah, this, this uh, bachelor season bachelor in paradise of hell Mm -hmm. so i have notes i don't know how you guys want to like go about talking about this but i really well i guess talk about my if if i can pose a question just to both of you having not seen the show before just what were your initial thoughts a like when they started introducing people and then b like when it finally concluded five and a half hours later yeah okay eric i've talked a lot why don't you talk um so I didn't know what to expect. Sydney has also never watched this, and we watched it Ooh. together. Um, I did know... But you watched Temptation Island. Yes. Have you heard of Temptation yeah. Island, Rob? Yeah, yeah. Eric loved Temptation <laughs> Island. Yeah. Better version of this show, for sure. We'll get to that. Ooh, hot take. Fair <laughs> enough, fair enough. Um, so we didn't know what to expect, and we heard that the runtime was two hours for the first night, and then I knew <laughs> that there was also another night, and I was like, there's no way... <laughs> How could anyone stand How this much this content? Time? Dude, I, 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 I want to get right to the crux of that. They must be on an island where time doesn't exist. <laughs> that they can make You the mean Puerto Vallarta, Mexico? Dude, Rob, that four hours of show encompassed what, what seemed to be in the show 10 minutes. <laughs> it's, I mean, it's, it was, it's realistically, I think it's only like two days. Yeah. They're only there for two days? Well, I the think first, the first like, two seven, episodes yeah. were over like two or three oh, days. Yeah. Oh, yeah. I thought the whole thing was... Dude, how crazy would that be? Actually, no, I take that back. Because <laughs> the, the rose ceremony, which is like they just aired yesterday from the first two episodes, yeah. was right. after one week total. After one week. There. Week? But but that's like... that. You know, they kind of teased to that at the end. They didn't technically get there. So the first right. episode okay, was yeah, technically Eric, sorry. I, no, I, that's fine. I cut you off. Um... So I knew it was going to be a long sit. <laughs> uh, but, like, I knew what The Bachelor was. Like, I knew, the like, the general character of these people. They're all, like, completely desperate to find love. But yeah. some of them are somewhat aware that, like, this is just a TV show to become famous on. Yeah. Um, I think and they're I knew, all aware of that now. It seems like they're generally, all aware yeah. of Generally, yeah. I knew some of the characters that were coming on. So okay. I knew I knew the girls because I think I had seen some of their season. So I knew okay. um, Demi and Hannah G gotcha. from whatever we were, season uh, they Colton, were. On. That was Colton's season. Colton's yes. season. So I, I watched a bracket that for that one. one. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, <laughs> but I I had no idea how the show was structured. I didn't understand what the like 
plot was? Like, yeah. was there a game show aspect to it? I didn't know anything about it. Okay. Ed? Yeah, Ed, would you think? Uh, so, so I didn't know because – so we watched Bachelor Winter Games, which for now – and I, I'm going to just put it out there that I, that I did like this. I thought it was entertaining. I thought Bachelor Winter Games was even more entertaining because I love that in Bachelor Winter Games they were all trying to fall fall in love, but there were also like tons of physical challenges. Yeah. Like they had to do like they had to like fucking ice skate and like do ski jumping and shit. Yeah. So like and the I Canadians thought won, obviously. Obviously, I was expecting a lot more death-defying stuff. Mm. Yeah. So for now, it's only been the only risks have been whatever STDs live in that hot tub. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> And getting too and, close to Blake. <laughs> yeah, oh my god. So so let's let's get right into it, guys. So I have notes. First let's let's first who's everyone's favorite girl? Well, favorite in what okay. sense? Like I have a very strong answer as to who is clearly the most entertaining one. Okay, who's the most entertaining? Oh, Annalise, because she's out of her fucking mind. Which one's Annalise? <laughs> Annalise is, is the, gonna happen. Annalise is the blonde haired one. Full stop. Okay. <laughs> no. Uh, Annalise isn't the one. Who showed up and was just like bitching that the one dude was there because he yeah. had dated her old Clay. friend. Yep, and was like, he shouldn't be seeing people here. Okay, so Annalise, who's like 30 <laughs> yep. and who Demi within the first like 10 minutes called her grandma, <laughs> yep. she is by far the oldest like female. Female, yeah. Just once again, the show is. All the women are, like, under 24, and all the men are, like, over 30. Well, if that doesn't say something about everything going on in this show. I think that says a lot about a lot of things. And the 30-year-old woman was referred to as grandma, and she looks a lot older than the children, (laughs) the other children that run around. But, okay, so Annalise is your favorite in an entertainment aspect. Well, because, again, like, that whole, like, interaction. So there's a scene where she is basically berating Clay, one of the male participants, for right. being on the show, player. former. Let's not get ahead of ourselves. Yeah. <laughs> as <laughs> you recall, Robert, as you before, recall, before. Annalise ratchets that one out when she says, "Like you didn't even yeah. get a football deal this year. That's why you're here." So again, low blow, but go on. Right. So I'll, I want. I just want to say while while we're on the subject of Clay, they introduce him. That he like introduced himself. He's like, first off, they have introductions for each character, and it's like. 30 seconds and it's like this is what he's about and he's a football player who can't find a job so i just wrote next to his name clay uh colon football colon <laughs> homeless question mark <laughs> because they really made it seem like he's going through really tough times yeah so well but anyway so he's he's being berated by annalise yeah he's being berated by annalise because she was like best friends with a girl that he had dated for like eight or nine months and mm-hmm. they had broken wow. up and now he's on the show and it seems like her sole purpose for going on the show was just to, like, play defense against Clay from going out with any of the other women on the show or talking to them. Right. So, to me, that's just beyond batshit crazy because it's <laughs> so not involved with you, but whatever. Right. Um, and my favorite character tells uh, Annalise what's for about that. Okay. So, Ed, your favorite character is Demi. I'm assuming. My favorite character <laughs> is Demi. She's, I think she's... <laughs> The that's, hottest that's girl. Uh, the most unsurprising I, thing you were going to say during this whole podcast. I think she's the hottest girl, and also she is the only one that's like, will straight in this show full of mentally ill people will say, that's, you're acting crazy. <laughs> like, <laughs> we're on true. a show to date people. You can't be mad that he wants to date people. Yeah, that's true. That endeared her to me right away. I, I think also, th- I think she's like 12. That's a, that's a very valid point because I've said this to you before. Anyone who says, I'm not crazy, they're always crazy. So someone who calls them out for it is probably the most sane. Right. 
I totally, totally agree. She's also not 12, everyone. She's like 24. Yeah. You, you Chris yeah, Hansen jokes and you're saying she's 12. Go, let's calm down. <laughs> okay, anyway. Eric, what about you? Who's your favorite girl? Ooh, favorite girl. I was going to say favorite person is definitely... We're going to get to guys. Don't worry. I know that's what you're waiting for, Eric. <laughs> no. A favorite girl, I would say, is also Demi. Just because I yeah. think she's like... Yeah. She's just above all this shit. It seems like she just... Yeah. It seems like um, she's got this figured out. Yeah. Right. That she's like there. Like she's the only one that's there. Like I'm here to have fun. And like if you're gonna get mad at me for having fun, then what are you do? Like what are you doing here? Yeah. I feel like that. Like the show looks like it'd be fun to be on. It also looks like oh, it'd I be disagree. like a Kafka esque <laughs> nightmare. I mean, I really think she's there as a prop to open up the show to different sexual orientations. To be honest, I think that's I, why she's so, there. So, so Eric, reveal her backstory. So when the 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 season was teased and like the trailer and everything we basically knew two things were going to happen something was going to happen with blake <laughs> and then demi was going to come out as being interested in both uh men and women she does not label herself as bisexual she just says she's very 2019 <laughs> so, she has a couple of good quotes on there i think what did she also say hey i'm demi from demi seasons of, yes from Demi's season of the <laughs> yes. bachelor that's pretty good yeah so those were the two things we knew going in. So we, we, I mean, presumed that she was going to hook up with a girl in the show. And they, like, literally first, they opened the show, basically, with her hanging out with some other, was it Hannah B? Yes. Something? Yeah, yeah, from the, from the most recent Bachelorette. Yeah. Oh. Mm-hmm. Um, and she, like, comes out immediately on that show. Well, so she says, she's like, I've been seeing a woman, and it pauses... And it's like, which way is this show going to go? And yeah. the masochist in me wanted her to be just like smacked down right away. And be like, I can't believe it. <laughs> Obviously, they, they said everything was fine and it was fine. <laughs> but yeah. I, I want more crazy shit to happen. But continue. Um, no, that's all. Um, I think Demi's good. <laughs> I have no interest in her finding a connection with anyone on the show. I just <laughs> enjoy that she's there. Same reason my other favorite character is the bartender, who is obviously <laughs> not going to find love on this show either. Well, no, he's already he's engaged to yeah. Sarah Highland. Yeah. He is? Yeah. What? Mm-hmm. Get is on, his bartender get on in every Twitter. episode? <laughs> uh, he's is been, a bartender? He's been is on the past bartender? he's been on the past like three or four Bachelor in Paradises and he was on okay. he was actually a participant on the one before that. And it's confirmed he's not a ghost. Because I thought he was a ghost. He is not a ghost. Uh, he and the chefs are real people. Which yeah. they do show at okay. one point. So now we're going to go to our favorite guys. So this one is going to be the best looking guy, I think, since we're going to be just equal opportunity here. I thought it's... Rob, you're going to have to remind me of his name. He has the long black hair. And he like is in love with Hannah G right Dylan. away. Yeah, Dylan. Dylan. Yeah. I think he's the best looking guy. Eric, what about you? <laughs> uh come on. Twenty nineteen. Be like Demi. I really don't know who's the best looking. I think they're all like relatively attractive. <laughs> no. That's, I wish there was one just like complete I wish there was like a forty five year old divorcee guy Dude. with a mustache who's like yep. Just here trying to look yeah. for some love. <laughs> what do you think it'd be like if, like, Eric? What do you What do you think you'd feel like on the show? I just feel like I'm not the same species as these people. <laughs> like, I feel like they're all like gods, and I'm like some sort of other like orc. Like, I don't think I'd fit in with them at all. Maybe I'd find love. I don't know. Uh, so wait, let him finish. Wait, let him. You, okay. you cut That's him off. <laughs> yeah, we're waiting. 
best looking guy. I, I would agree. Dylan's a good looking dude. But yeah, but he does go swimming with his shirt on in one scene, which is odd. Oh, <laughs> I didn't know that. <laughs> yeah. All right, Rob, why don't you tell us? Well, who, who do you think is the best looking guy? Well, I think the best looking guy is also the correct answer for who's the best guy overall, and that's John Paul Jones. Oh, my God. <laughs> that guy is Rob, the best. Rob, I don't disagree with you that he is the best. He is the most professional wrestling, where it's like, that's well, true. he's the surfer, yeah. so all he does is surf stuff. And I guess he's the only one wearing a Speedo, so you <laughs> recognize right. that right away, Ed. <laughs> that's hilarious. And that's hilarious. Yeah, John Paul. So we'll introduce. So Dylan is, he has like, he's kind of like a hipster guy. And he's, the, the guys are split up into like camps. They're either like the emotional sensitive guy, the meathead, or like et cetera. And et cetera will never yeah. win anything. It's true, so but like, they, example, do, they do tend to stick around, though. Et cetera does, once they find their niche, they tend yeah, to, right. to like live Yeah, right, like Cam? Cam no, sticks that around? Sucks. That guy sucks. <laughs> that guy <He's> sucks. <laughs> and honestly, I feel like if I'm the most like any of them, it's Cam, and it made me really upset. <laughs> I got really, really Probably upset. Probably because he was wearing a cheetah shirt, and you used to have oh, tiger dude, shoes. I know. <laughs> you also do like to have catchphrases. I do not like to have catchphrases. <laughs> if there's two things we know about Ed, it's his affinity for tiger-striped patterns and or leopard yeah. patterns. And it's his affinity for catchphrases. At one point, you had a serious conversation with me to try to make that so Raven a thing for you. <laughs> All right. First off, fuck both you guys. Second, while we're talking about the guys. So, Rob, did you say, oh, you're J- JPJ? That's yep. his name? Yep. If we're talking about the guys, I would say when he was introduced, yeah, we're, you know what I'm going to talk about. Blake. Yeah. We're going to talk about Blake, who was the crux of like the whole... First he was the meat of the episode. Episodes. Yeah. He was the meat of the episode. My first initial thoughts, Blake equals biggest loser, question mark, equals seems like he's about to cry 24-7. I, could, I would love to see like, your notes from law school. You write like an idiot. <laughs> 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 well, one thing, one thing with Blake, though, is he was a fan favorite on his season. Like, people really liked him. And really? the whole time I was watching, I was like, this guy's a lunatic. He's crying all the yeah, time. Did, he gets, like, real. Yeah. He, like, scratches his head and shit a lot. Right. I just feel like he's just like very I don't get why he's very emotive. I sent you that picture. Very emotive. I sent you that picture of him, which I think is just the pinnacle of what he looks where he just has like the open mouth gaze in astonishment when a girl (laughs) is upset with him for Mm -hmm. potentially have having relations with multiple people that are on the island. Yeah. (laughs) What do you mean? (laughs) So 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 Rob, why don't you tell the people what's what's the like uh, linchpin of the Blake drama? So the, all these, so all these like lunatics all meet each other outside the show because when they film the actual show for the Bachelor and Bachelorette, they can't have their phones with them. They're totally like MIA for like six or eight weeks or whatever. And then once the show comes back, they have to like limit their social media presence so that people don't know who wins and who like because if one of the guys is out there like posting photos with like a girl from the show separately, then it's like well obviously he didn't win. So they have to like kind of govern what goes out on these social media presences and then once the show is over it's like the floodgates open and they just post and and show all the shit that they've been doing now typically these people then like meet up in real life Mm -hmm. because they're all in the same circuit of reality to reality show weirdos from the bachelor they all live in the same compound and they're all held in the same tanks with like weird (laughs) blue water they're just just like luke skywalker getting thawed out (laughs) 
Yeah, they were there, or Goku when he's going to Namek. And Chris Harrison like, just comes in and chooses the ones he wants for Bachelor in Paradise to free them. Dude, <laughs> have you guys seen the Matrix where like it's the fields and fields of babies and like the machines yep. are harvesting the baby eggs? That's where these Bachelor people come from. So wait, which one's the real world? Is the real world actually the real world, or is the real world the Bachelor? Or do they plug Dude, into the Matrix ba- Bachelor and that's where they whatever exist? Whatever world where Chris Harris. Harrison, whatever his name is, is, the, is God, and the bartender is the devil. Like that's the world that we live in. <laughs> no, the bar. Wells is the the old lady, the the oracle. Yeah, he is the okay. He so just, who's the devil? He just whispers in their ear, child. Are there? Are there? Are there <laughs> that was awesome. Are there? Is there a third neutral character? No. Do we ever see? No, Demi, Demi is a part Demi of Demi is world. neutral. She is in this no. to win the show. She's not in this. Even though there are no winners on Bachelor in Paradise, she will. Yeah, she's going to win. Clearly, um, she's going to become mayor of I, the island. If, if we're putting it out there, I think Blake is going to have just like in wrestling. He started as a heel. He's going to have a turn, and I think he's so, going to okay, come out. Okay, but yeah, top. wait. The background though on that. So yeah. in real life, Blake starts like hating on all these girls that were on the show because he mm-hmm. watches the show and sees them. And they were at Stagecoach, which is a music festival out in Los Angeles, like where Coachella happens. It's like the week before or after or some shit like that. And he hooked up with one of the girls. And then the very next day, he hooked up with a different one after they had all found out that they were all going to be on the show together. Mm-hmm. Oh, I that didn't know that. was like the drama. So like they all oh. knew what the situation was, but they none of them like talked about it in person except for some like weird text messages that mm-hmm. surfaced later. Um, and then they just like showed up and he was like blown away when they showed up on the show. It's like, you knew this ahead of time. <laughs> right. So then they all like have this big confrontation about it and he ends up going on well, because with different girls. And so, so he's, so he, he shows up and like, so throughout the episode, people are just like, each person is introduced individually and they make it seem like once again, that it's hours between people being introduced. Yeah. Like Blake is the third person introduced. And in reality, what seems like maybe five minutes has gone by his first thing that he says to the camera is like, I'm really glad no drama has happened yet. Like, <laughs> dude, you've been there. You're like, I feel like you took one breath of air. Like, what did you expect? Well, I also love the, like, just... the tee-up questions from Chris Harrison as they arrive, where it's always like, have you been seeing anyone? Is there anything I should know? It's like talking to your dad when he knows you've done something wrong and you're just supposed to like be like, no, we're okay. Yeah. And they never are honest with him. No. And that, yeah. So, so they introduce Blake and before, while Blake's introduced and like a lot of people show up and like the girls for some reason are all smitten with Blake and yeah. they immediately introduce Hannah G as the alpha girl. She's, do we agree with this? Yeah. She's the main, main character here. Yeah. Eric, do we agree? She, so she she's clearly the queen. <laughs> so over her because her her horn is the thickest. Whatever it is. <laughs> so she's the queen, and she is also attracted to Blake's plumage or whatever's going on with Blake. And then they introduce who's the girl? The first girl, not um, not the Russian one, oh, the one that he hooked Kaylin. up with the second. Kaylin. Kaylin, and she is like. I have a secret about Blake and everyone thinks oh, he's yeah. so great, but he's not. And that's like an hour for an hour. She's telling the camera yeah. basically on the brink of tears. And it's tears. Like you see oh. on the news, on like <laughs> CNN, like these ice are, these, are, these are Kim Jong Il just died tears. <laughs> are, if I don't cry like loud enough, clothing, they're going like, to take me off the Island. So everyone needs to know. <laughs> screaming. 
yeah so she's crying she reveals her secret which is that she slept with blake and the night before blake slept with christine Christina. Christine. The, the one thing that really confused Christine. me about that whole scenario, though, or not confused me because it's obvious, but at the same time, like <laughs> the first thing every time she brings it up to someone, she always says the same thing where she's like, yeah. And then he asked me to lie for him. I don't know what to do. It's like you just broke the one thing he asked you to do. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> That's all. Like there's no more questions to be had. You just yeah. admitted the lie. That's so she like lie. over the. The first, like, two hours of this first part of the first episode. Oh, my God, this show. Um, <laughs> she, like, first comes out to the to the TV, and she's like, oh, this happened. And we're all like, oh, my God. And then she comes out to one person <laughs> who has no stakes in this game, and she's like, what do you think? And she's like, oh, you should probably tell everyone. Why are you just telling me? And then she tells someone else, and she, like, casually tells literally every girl until they all know. Right. <laughs> Which, which also, the other ironic part here, and this is not to propagate the type of behavior which Blake clearly behaves on on a regular basis, but they're also, she's saying, like, I should tell people because I just want people to know what type of person he is. I don't think he's here for the right reasons. Mm-hmm. Yeah. It's like the they, clear premise of the show is to date 20 people at one time. Right. That is the right reason. Right. Yeah. They do like to use that phrase, the right reasons, a lot. I yeah. feel like that's probably used in a lot of... Uh, oh, you can, hear, you can hear the specific catchphrases from different shows being regurgitated by these idiots because they're in front of a camera again. Like in uh, Hannah's season, she always said, you guys have to be bold. And there's like four dudes from her season that keep saying, I just like to be bold. And it's like just saying the same shit, idiot. Yeah. So Blake ends up picking Hannah G for right. a date. Um, no. Tasha, he takes oh, no, no. Tasha. He, we all he, think he's gonna pick Hannah G. Everyone's like, oh, because she's pick the Hannah alpha G. girl, which is <laughs> fucked up. Everyone gave her like the self of confidence, and then um, he ends it's, up. Can I? Can I? Can I, just pa- can I? Yeah. Can I just pause you? Yeah, he does take Tasha. It's so interesting how immediately they know what the hierarchy is. Yeah. <laughs> They're like, well, yeah, he'll pick Hannah G. She's the queen. Yeah. <laughs> like, it really is. It's critical. a self-sorting like, system. Yeah. Exactly. It works itself out. <laughs> Right, and Cam is clearly like, so I was just watching Planet Earth, and there are like these big fucking elephant seals, <laughs> and the biggest elephant seal gets to have the most sex, but there's this sneaky elephant seal <laughs> that like swims around in the water, and like when the females like aren't looking, he like mates with them that way. Cam's a sneaky male. Cam is Blake definitely is a definitely, sneaky one. I really like the science aspect of the show. <laughs> I want to write a thesis on it. Yeah, so Blake goes on the date with Tasha. Literally, okay, so the thing that actually happens in, from what I've seen of Bachelor and Bachelorette is, like, the dates are somewhat interesting. They, like, talk about, I mean, they all have boring actual histories, but they're like, yeah. oh, I had a terrible relationship in the past and I've never been able to date before, so I thought the best way to date would be to come on this show. <laughs> <laughs> it's a terrible premise, but at least you like get to know about the characters. I guess the point is that if you're watching Bachelor in Paradise, you've been watching the Bachelor and Bachelorette, so you don't it does need help. that background. It does help, yeah. Um, but their date is basically just staring at each other and being like, "Oh, you're so pretty," and oh, yeah. I just there's so Actually, much about you that I love. Time out. No, there, I just want you to know that you're pretty. <laughs> there's like, like, yeah, there's one other critical aspect of the dates, which I don't know if either of you noticed, but again, they film this shit in the middle of the summertime in Mexico. They're both sweating profusely on every single dinner date. Like just okay. buckets of water streaming down their head as they sit there trying to be like, oh, you're really cute. Can I please have some water now? <laughs> <laughs> I, they've only let us drink alcohol 
for 30 hours. Well, there's, all, like, there's also like all this weird sh- like background stuff about how they make the show, which makes sense too. Like they were all wired up. So if you notice, they never eat on the dates. Because then you just hear like in front of the like microphone as like a normal conversation where you do. Well, one person eats on the show. Yeah. (laughs) Yes. Which which (laughs) I will get to as my favorite part of the entire show. (laughs) Anyway, this is over. Nothing happened. There's no chemistry between these two. It sucked. Um, They make out though. They make out because and also apparently if they went on a date, they must have made out. Like they were like, well, Yeah. yeah, you're supposed to. Well, yeah, I mean, yeah. you're there. You have to at least try, I guess. I don't know. <laughs> They're um, all gro- well, Rob, does, does the kissing gross anyone else out? I'm very grossed out by it. They all seem like really bad kissers. Yeah, it's fine. It's a lot of time. <laughs> I don't, you can hear it. it That's the weirdest part is you can hear it. It's like that. Do you remember that show, Love at First Kiss? Yes. Super awkward, like even more so. Because there's zero, like in that game show, it's like two people have never met each other. They walk in a room and they kiss. And it's dead silent. So again, the microphone plays a key role here where you can also, just hear I feel the like gross, so, like, lip smacking. I feel like some of the guys just need to be told, like, you don't need to press really hard. Like, they're pressing really hard. A lot of faces. And you should go on as a kissing coach for the next <laughs> season of The Bachelor. I think oh you'd be God. great at it. Oh, I would be so good at it. I would kiss everyone. <laughs> All right, so not what that would be, but okay. <laughs> and doesn't wouldn't. understand how this works. <laughs> so Tasha, so he gets back with Tasha. Gets Tasha's back with Tasha. There's some He's, she's shit smitten that by him. Yeah. yeah, and then someone comes into the show, and that ends up being is her name Christina or Christina? Christina. So Christina comes down, who's vaguely Eastern European, she and was... then we see one of the most guilty things happen with Blake, <laughs> where he's like. Oh shit! Is that Christina? And then has just a face of horror. I like his <laughs> he horror. runs away, that'll, if that'll I recall. Be, yeah, that'll be like, the picture. That'll be, that, that'll be the picture for the episode. <laughs> yeah, and then when, I feel like that's when the whole like Blake story kind of picks up. Yeah, right. um, like Kaylin finally like comes out with it a little bit more. Everyone's Christina ends up taking Blake on a date, and she's like, "Oh, I've got this big plan," which yep. is kind of how the first episode ends. Yeah. Okay, so 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 she says so he thinks they're just going on a date for fun, I guess, or something, and everyone's like, Ooh, what's happening? And she's like, But I have a plan to take care of him. <laughs> yeah, and like like I a was... spy versus like a Rocky and Bullwinkle spy. Dude, okay. Is it plan. that far off? <laughs> like uh I I thought she was gonna kill him, honestly. <laughs> you're gonna drive I, the golf cart or whatever they were in the ATV <laughs> off the side of the mountain. <laughs> Just Jesus a giant Blake. fireball of death together, like some weird me. suicide pact. <laughs> I can't believe you fucked me at stagecoach. <laughs> um, that was a pretty great conversation that they had, though. I was a fan. She of was a badass. I do like her. So it is like the total representation of Blake that he was like, "Oh, maybe she does want to take me on a date." No, like, <laughs> <laughs> he was. Like, He's what a dumb. Like he literally thinks he can't do anything wrong until. This is the first time I think he's ever realized he did something bad. Yeah. I also, I think, yeah. I, but I will say, even in all, like, so she confronts him on the date. She's very forward about, like, what he did was fucked up and is, like, basically berating him. He still does say at one point, like, I value your friendship. Yeah. And she kind of, like, presents so, the fact that, like, she wants to, like, maybe see where things go, which is, like, such yeah, a like, I was so excited to, to see say. you here. 
So you guys, get along so, so, so well. <laughs> so, so guys, this is, I'm going to reveal again another one of my hits. This is why Blake's my favorite character. He oh is God. a master manipulator and an ultimate villain. He is insanely evil. He's like, he just like twists everything and immediately is like, why would you do this to us here? You're yeah. such yeah. a jerk for doing this. Like it's true. he is incredibly so evil, and I we, respect his villainy. If we look at where he's at, and again, <laughs> this is like the end of the beginning of the second episode, realistically. Yeah. So we're like two hours into this whole endeavor, and we already have admitted on camera in some capacity, Blake has made out with at the very least. Yeah, Tasha. <laughs> Christina and Kaylin before the show occurred. Right. Mm-hmm. And I will say, not to skip ahead. And you're showing interest but, in Hannah. Yeah, and at the end of the episode, he makes out with Hannah too, right before the rose ceremony. The, so, yeah. the queen. Dude, Blake is the alpha male. He is. He knows the game. <laughs> he like has the pheromone or something. Yeah. So were any of you interested in, in this debacle at all when it was happening before we get to the whole social media aspect? What do you um, mean? Like when you were watching this, were you like, "Oh my god, shut up! I don't care anymore." Yeah, I got to that point pretty quick. I don't know. What you, I don't. I still don't understand what you mean. The whole like, like the show? Blake had sex with one person and then had sex with another person the next day. I was just like, "Yes, I get it. That's dumb." But also, yeah. it's a dude on The Bachelor. Like I didn't really expect anything yeah. more from them. <laughs> oh right, yeah. I wasn't mad at him. I liked the drama of it. Once again, I think this show would be made better with, like, a race that they could do. Yeah. Or, like, some sort of... Honestly, so if they survivor. added in... It, I mean... Okay, what you want is Survivor. If, <laughs> if, they, if they added in some sort of life or death challenge where people die and or full sex nudity, the show would be a thousand times better. Yeah. And I feel like they could do either in whoever the next president is. It could go either way with those things. <laughs> okay. <laughs> but, yeah, I mean... It's the people are just so fucking crazy. And it's like with wrestling in the sense that like I, I knew that I would connect it, but you have to suspend your disbelief a little bit because the whole time you could be like, This is all fake, this is stupid, they're all making it up, like you have to be able to suspend your disbelief. But yeah, in that sense, that's bit. why I thought the drama was more I was more interested in Blake's craziness. This is this is it's also why John Paul Jones continues to be the best character on that show. Yeah, right. Because some of the dumb shit that he A, says, and B, right. just partakes in, right? you don't need to suspend any disbelief at all. Yeah. I couldn't imagine how a woman would ever like love him. <laughs> like him. He's, a, he's a cartoon character. So, mm-hmm. Rob, tell us, tell us what uh, his big scene was. So, I think the, the highlight of the both episodes combined for me, really, was the very, very end, right before the rose ceremony, where... They're all like scrambling to get roses. So typically, the women are. The women are. Yeah. So the the way. Yeah. So what happens in this in the show is there's usually more of either the men or the women to start off, and the grouping that has less people is the grouping that has the roses for that week, and they will then give out those roses Mm -hmm. to the opposite group at the end of the week, and then eventually that means like four or five are cut, or three or four, whatever the hell it is, whatever the, the delta is between the two groups. Mm-hmm. So once they like realize that, oh shit, like I'm not really tight with somebody or I don't have something locked up, there's like this weird scramble during a cocktail party to like try to buddy up and pretend like you're interested in someone or just like get a friend rose, basically. So this Like one- for 100% of the episode, Cam has no interest from any of the women, and then one of the girls is like, oh, I haven't talked to anyone. And within two minutes, she kisses him and Cam's like, I'm in love with this woman. Yeah, exactly. I, this is the best day of my life. So with John Paul Jones, this one girl is like 
fiending for a rose. So she comes up to him. She tries to kind of like court him by bringing him tacos that he has yeah. one bite of and is so spicy he throws up <laughs> and then continues to throw up for a solid like eight minutes in the show, yeah. which in real yeah. life had to have been like decades apparently. <laughs> <laughs> But he won't stop throwing up, and he just keeps puking on the beach and going, no, 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 I'm okay, I'm okay. <laughs> Which is the exact, it's the exact same thing your friend says as he's getting thrown out of a bar that he's throwing right, up yeah. in the middle of, no, 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 I'm good, I'm good, I'm good. <laughs> okay, so this girl that gives him the tacos, she's introduced as she loves hot sauce. That's the yeah. only aspect of her... She loves hot sauce and she wears a big ass Jewish star, which made me upset. <laughs> well, so the other thing, the one, the one just overall general note for the show too that I don't know if you guys saw was it now just says what season of The Bachelor or Bachelorette they're from. It previously used to say like what their occupation was too. Yeah, it doesn't matter. Yeah. Because I think all of their occupations are they're on Bachelor. Yeah. <laughs> they have now transitioned professionally. Yeah. <laughs> it's That's a fair hilarious. point. Yeah. So, so she. They just introduce her as hot sauce girl, and she's drinking hot sauce in her like intro. She is, she's insane. I think, no, I think insane. the term is she's deep throating hot sauce in because oh, yeah. she sticks the bottle in her mouth. <laughs> yep. <laughs> oh my god, guys! Sexual innuendos be damned. She's going for it. We've talked about Bachelor in Paradise for forty-five minutes. And and st- I could do another forty-five. And that's I mean, the I thing could do is, another like, year. We're we're not even like fully through the second episode, which is before the first rose ceremony. Which I don't think we need to belabor completely. But have you watched the third episode? Was it out yeah. last night? Yeah, I watched it last night. Is it crazy? Uh, a fantastic character emerges. Oh, there's a new character. A fantastic Wait, hold on, character. hold on, hold on, hold on. We're <laughs> jumping through. We're missing Too all much. the good uh, yeah. stuff. Yeah. All right, you hit your stuff. All right, let's go through some other details of the show. Um, Hannah G has a thing with Dylan. He's like the cutie on the show that's like got eyes only for Hannah G, and she's yep. smitten until Wills comes in and kisses her, and she's like, oh, maybe Wills. And then she's like, no, not Wills. And then Blake comes <laughs> in, and she's like, maybe Blake. She doesn't know what she's doing, Yeah, but that's fine. Yeah. Everyone likes her anyway. Okay, um, also, uh, Dylan sucks. doesn't come off very attractive in the sense of like, Right away, he's like, I just, like, think I'm in love with you. And she's like, that's so cute. Ed, you just yeah. said he's the hottest one. He is the hottest one, but he's not <laughs> using his hotness. He's too much of a dweeb. I could beat him up, probably. All right, there's a lot just about, like, Dylan and Hannah G that goes back and forth. Because she's, like, kind of getting pulled by Blake, even though she, like, knows about all of his yeah. wrongdoings or whatever. The episode ends right before the rose ceremony as everyone, like, scrambles and Jean does yeah. her taco thing and all this kind of stuff. And then Wednesday happened, and the real world <laughs> intervened with the show yes. in the this best is significant way possible. Part. Yes. So, Rob, Eric, what happened? Well, all right, I'll, I'll tee it up, Eric, but you were, you were the one that sent the original article, so I have to <laughs> give you partial credit for jumping on social media immediately. <laughs> Before I got out of work, I had a text from Eric with just a People magazine article. <laughs> in which case, I was which also was very sent happy. in by Sydney, to be fair. But... <laughs> Well, props to Sydney yeah. and props to you for jumping yeah. on it right away and recognizing the value in it. Yeah. Um, but I guess so, like, on the show, they talk about how, like, when Blake and Kaylin finally have their come-to-Jesus moment where they finally talk about it. <laughs> and she just, like, again, does her Kim Jong-il crying and is very upset. <laughs> and, again, like, maybe rightfully so, maybe not. We'll find Not out. Not rightfully so. Uh, right. Like, basically blasts him for being a piece of shit, which, again, uh-huh. maybe he is, maybe he's not. 
Mm-hmm. Um, and he's like befuddled. He like can't understand what's he's going very on. Confused. And he's like, I never, I never meant to hurt you, etc. So he basically looks like a big piece of shit at the end of the end of the show. So he takes the social media as any mature adult does mm-hmm. and posts text messages, screenshots mm-hmm. of text messages from Kaylin, mm-hmm. basically describing their interaction during and post stagecoach mm-hmm. uh, get together. Yeah. Where it basically is him saying, she's basically saying, like, I'm coming over. He says no. And clearly, a like, jovial, but also, like, nah, like, you don't need to do that. And then it turns into, I'm coming over just for sex. And he says, just yeah. for sex? And she says, if I'm coming over, it's only for sex. Yep. <laughs> Which really makes her not look as innocent in this scenario, mm-hmm. whatever occurred. Um, but, yeah, so then she has... I think, to my knowledge, she hasn't responded in kind with I any sort of explanation. Know that she has. So he posts that, and then obviously, uh, people end up attacking her on social media, <laughs> and he ends up pulling it out of respect for her and her safety. <laughs> when the damage is, is like, already done. <laughs> I'm sure after that, he also texted and asked if she wanted to go on a date because Blake <laughs> is literally the worst person in the world. The best. He's the best. Which, if anything, plays right into what Ed was describing, how he's clearly the best villain, because he's committing these villainous acts even outside of the show. Yeah, oh, he's, 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 he's a sociopath. So, so just so everyone's aware how much I do my homework for this show, um, I listened to a bunch of podcasts <laughs> recapping the show. Oh my and Excellent. Just to like further show how much this show is just like infatuated with itself... All of these podcasts are like hosted by people that have been on the show before. Oh my god! <laughs> which, which again makes that's why like being on Twitter during the show when it's airing is fantastic. Like my yeah. entire Twitter feed is just these idiots, and they just like bash each other the whole time. <laughs> <laughs> um, and so one of them, I guess, like interacts with the characters at some point, and he like the producers of the show and he knew that Blake was thinking about sending these texts out because he wanted to protect his career like his argument was <laughs> if i get a job people are going to know that i'm the guy that had sex with two women in two nights and it's like <laughs> i really don't think that's a thing but, but anyway uh, but you could how will i ever be pumped <laughs> no you could make the argument though like you said like this is now their career so if they ever want to be invited back if the public right hates but them, in the industry he wants to go into if anything that <laughs> is something he should put on his cv not remove <laughs> That's that's fair. So anyway, fair. the show like aggressively intervened and was like, Blake, do not do this. It's not a good idea. It's not a good look. Like, it's not going to end well for you. And he ended up doing it anyway, which I think sheds a little bit more light into <laughs> the whole like, oh, there's some redemption because he like felt bad for her after she started to get attacked. Like, no, like they literally told you this is what's going to happen if you post this. Um, and he did it anyway. So I don't feel bad for Blake. This is dumb. Don't ever <laughs> post texts of someone else's conversation. So that being said, on that uh-huh. note, though, <laughs> clearly Eric has taken his homework to another level. Ed did a very good job, too, with all his weird hieroglyphic notes. Yeah. Um, but <laughs> will either of you watch the next episode? Or have it, yeah, has I'm going to watch it. Are you invested to a degree now where you'd want to see what happens next? I'm going to give Dude. them one more episode. The episodes are a little long. <laughs> they are. The, well, especially the first two, because it's like a lot of nonsense for two also, full days. Also, 
Also, it's really I, I wouldn't watch it by myself. I need to watch it with other people. Watch it with your Twitter friends. That's a good point. <laughs> yeah. That's a good point. Eric, how about you? No. <laughs> <laughs> Eric, I was so optimistic. <laughs> yeah. No. Rob, did you watch <laughs> Did you, you watch, watch Temptation? Did you watch? <laughs> Did you watch Temptation Island, Rob? Uh, I did. I did. I never watched it like as you know in in. But you watched the most recent one? Uh, No, 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 no. I've just seen like (sighs) random episodes. All right. So if you like the premise of Bachelor, yeah, I'm sure I would like it. Yeah, yeah. Temptation Island is so much better because there's real stakes. Like these people (laughs) live together. Like their lives are literally like inseparable in some fashion. Like they own a dog together and then they come on this show and we're like, I'm going to prove my love to you by not having sex with these nine other women for (laughs) the 30 days while we're here. And then they do have sex with multiple of those women. And they're like, but we're still good, right? It's so <laughs> no. much better than this show. Like, I, this I show think, is good because of, like, Demi, who is yeah. sitting there and being like, this show's dumb. I'm I not going to find love I think here. I think a unifying factor that both of you have identified, which I would agree with, is the lack of, like, stakes and or activities outside of just pumping these idiots full of drinks yeah. and just seeing what happens or, like, fabricating right. some degree of, like, what's happening. The um, dates aren't an interesting... Like, they're interesting on The Bachelor and Bachelorette because you get to know about the characters a little bit. Yeah. It's not interesting in Bachelor in Paradise. I would agree. I would totally agree. It's usually like, we're going to go ride ATVs and then go have a sweaty dinner in some, like, cheesy, yeah. fake Mexican <laughs> sweaty town. Sweaty dinner. <laughs> Which, again, I think they could totally up the stakes if they, like, for a date, they made them more challenge-oriented. And we're like, we're going to drop you off and see you dot Juarez. Yeah. And just <laughs> we're gonna see what happens. One <laughs> piloting lesson, and then you have to fly a plane. Like, yeah. all right, I'll watch. <laughs> We're going to drop no you off in the middle of the ocean. See if you can make it back on one tank <laughs> <Yeah>. alone. <laughs> one scuba tank. No eating allowed. Guys, speaking of eating, I just kept saying that shit because we are moving on from Bachelor. My oh. mind is melted. Time is a flat circle. It never ends. Bachelor is hell. And it also is heaven at the same time. But like I said, <laughs> eating, we're going to our favorite segment of all time. Okay. The latest in the show it's ever been. Rob, <laughs> out of all the things we've done, this has captured our attention the most. I, well, anyway. that, that speaks to the degree to which you both really pursued the homework this week. So <laughs> yeah, I applaud yeah, you yeah. thoughtfully yeah. for having me on to discuss it such trivial matters that you took so seriously. It's in my <laughs> brain power, which is why it was good for me. But here we are for Crunchy Corner. Eric, do, the catchphrase is munch, munch, and you say... Crunch, crunch. (laughs) But you know I put in the clip now. You don't have to say it anymore. Oh, you do? So if I say catchphrase, it would... You don't even have to do that. that. You can just say munch, munch. Munch, munch. Crunch, crunch. Yep. It's it's me saying it. It's so annoying. Anyways, guys, it is Crunchy Corner. Not for them. (laughs) And Crunchy Corner has been going on since college. Uh, It started as a way to make fun of another podcast, another radio show, uh, where they were drinking maple syrup, so we decided to eat crunchy snacks. And Eric reviews a crunchy snack on our patented three-prong grading scale, which runs from negative no and a half at the bottom to yes and a half at the top. The three categories are... Is this a flavor people ask for? Does it achieve this flavor and goodness? And mm-hmm. our guest has brought something to review. I have, yes. Oh, mm. perfect. Eric, do you want to go first or do you want to rob Yeah, I'll go first because I want to hold the suspense for what Rob brought. <laughs> oh, my God. All right. I would put money on it being I think we should tease tricky. it out over the next 45 minutes just like The Bachelor. 
what did Rob what bring? I just I just can't believe what Rob brought. It totally has rocked the show, and we're never going to be the same again. All right. And which of these yeah. did you want to hear about? Okay, so I bought Eric three candies. I visited Eric last weekend. Mm-hmm. I bought him a... Let's let Rob pick. We have... Show, show Rob the pictures. And Rob, you can read what the candy is to everyone. All right, so... Let's, let's go, Eric. Come on. Speed it up. <laughs> you kind of surprised me with that. Ooh, okay. All right. So at the at the top we have... Do you want me to reveal all of them just in case? Yeah. Just, okay. So all at the top is a lion bar. Uh-huh. In the middle is a crunchy bar spelled I-E, and there's a star for the dot on the I. Yeah. Uh-huh. And a munch peanut bar Yeah, at the very bottom. So, so those are the three potential yeah. candies, as Ed described them. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Sweet treats. Which one do you want him to review, Rob? Rob, who is also, an, for as strict as you are with your diet, you, you do like sweets so as much as any, any of us. That's true. I do indulge in delicatessen trees every once in a while. <laughs> but you do have you have a you have a uh, a penchant for the sour gummies more than a chocolate. I do. I'm, I've always been a gummy man, not as much as a chocolate man. <laughs> mm. I would be very I would be very nonplussed by Willy Wonka's factory. <laughs> you go uh, for the gobstoppers right away. So what uh, are we reviewing, Rob? Eric, I think you should do the lion bar, and I'm going to do that selfishly yeah, only because I've had a lion bar, so I want to see. How you oh. how you appreciate it or dislike it as compared is to is this how like I a UK thing? I've only ever had it not in America, so okay, it's not I an it American in a weird thing. bodega. <laughs> All right, so for anyone that doesn't know, it's a lion bar. It's got a lion on it. Picture of the bar looks like there's some wafers and caramel action. Eric, can you give us a roar? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I just put in a roar. Excellent, very good. Yeah. Um, <laughs> munch, munch. All right, so this is apparently a new recipe where the lion is apparently making it extra crispy. Lions are known, lion meat is known for that. Yeah. It is the crispiest of meats. Damn, do people eat lions? Poachers and Ed. I'm sure Ed (laughs) Ed does. So the three biggest uh, consumers of lion meat are poachers, me, and Blake. (laughs) The three most evil people in the world. Yes. Eric's doing a lot of chewing. Rob, Eric chews. I usually talk into the camera really quietly. Rob, I'm really happy that you came on. This is a really weird show that we do. A lot of people were, I saw a bunch of tweets about how lame it is for two white guys to do shoddily research <laughs> podcasts, and it really hurt my feelings, so we really went all in on a So you just bachelor, wanted to perp- perpetrate that, <laughs> that stereotype. Yeah, but we went up to it with three white men. Yeah. <laughs> hey, don't disclose my race. <laughs> oh, sorry. Eric, tell us about that candy. All right. Um, well, they're pretty good. <laughs> okay, what is it? He's picking from the so wrappers, it, um, for those of you who can't see. <laughs> <laughs> I'm almost done. Um, oh my God. He's a eating bit. it like a chimp who picks ticks <laughs> off of its So it young. tastes a little bit like a crunch bar. Okay. That's my first impression. So it's got yeah. rice in it. Mm-hmm. Okay, and what else does it have in it? So it's got some wafer crackers. Oh, so it has like Kit Kat shit in it too. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Oh, God um, damn. And like a nice a nice caramel. Okay. 
Yeah. Like a, like a caramello. All right, Eric. No. Is this a flavor people ask for? I all don't. Those, I, I mean, all that crunchy shit in chocolate. Y- yes. Okay. God, I guess the, the opposite would be: Is there a scenario where someone didn't want those things? No. Right. No, no, it's pretty good, but I don't no. think it's over the moon. It's not a yes and a half. Yeah, okay, it's Eric? just a yes. Does it achieve that flavor of crunchiness and caramel and chocolate? Solid candy bar. It's a yes. Okay, what about goodness? Wait, wait, does it achieve the flavor of lion? <laughs> well, I don't, have a compar- I don't have a comparison. <laughs> All right, we'll eat lion meat for next episode. Yeah. And goodness, Eric, is this a candy bar you're going to come back to? Um, Probably not, but... <laughs> God, it's so negative this episode. I would say yes overall. It's a oh solid candy bar. Solid if you see bar. it, pick it up. It's different. It's better than a crunch bar, but not as good as a Twix. It's got more meat than a crunch bar. More meat. Yeah. yeah. More meat than a lot yeah. bar. Rob, what do you have for us, buddy? All right. I have for us here one of the varieties oh! of Oreos. Yeah. So if, for those of you who don't walk through grocery stores on a regular basis, Oreo's been on this weird kick to like have all these random weird-ass flavors, similar to like what Pop-Tarts does, where they have like Jolly Rancher Pop-Tarts yeah. now. Right. Um, which was a close second for my pick, but I decided to maybe Wait, potentially ingest this. Um, yeah. <laughs> so one of the one of the new flavors that they've come out with now is carrot cake Oreos. Hell yeah! I wanted to buy this one, dude. I uh, really you know you know your Crunchwrap Supreme has already tried these and they're delicious. <laughs> <laughs> well, well, you're just, I've yet I've not had one yet. Oh, I just spoiled your uh, Crunchwrap Supreme. Yeah, that's my new. That's that my new. That's a fantastic fuck? name. You're just gonna drop that on me and not not even gonna preface it. I like it. Thank you. It was um, very good. So, yeah, I'm going to try these carrot okay. cake Oreos. Okay. I'm so, so jealous. Eric, what are you drinking, Eric, right now? This is a blood orange seltzer. Um, while while uh, Rob eats these, Ed was uh-huh. here this weekend, and we went to um, a little, like, mix and match um, beer store, and we got a bunch of beers, and they were all bad. terrible. <laughs> they were all so bad. <laughs> I don't know why they were we, too sweet or too sour or too like old beery. Banana. Yeah, they were all bad. Yeah, so don't do that. Just get something you like. Rob's really thinking. I'm really impressed. I think he's eating a whole row at this no point. No way, dude. I'm having three sleeves just to make sure yeah. it's fair. You've got to confirm. you got to try the cookie independent of the cream. Wait, is the uh, cookie white or black? Uh, it's like like graham cracker colored but it's not a graham oh, cracker okay. mm-hmm. uh, right, so for our not yeah for our uh, guests for our listeners from the Ivorian coast uh, the Oreo is a usually a chocolate cookie with a frosting center and it has been turned on its head and made a carrot cake cookie which I'm mm-hmm. assuming has a cream cheese center and like a graham cracker cookie yeah Rob, just general thoughts. How is it, buddy? So it definitely smells more. It doesn't necessarily smell like a cheesecake, but it smells kind of like pumpkin spicy, to be totally honest. Mm. This is like the fourth episode in a row where the first thing people say about the food is the odor. Yeah, you can see it's it's far. It's far. The odor is more potent than the actual taste Mm. of the carrot cake. The icing, the icing is good. The icing does have the most like altered flavor. Like the cookie Mm -hmm. itself, kind of just tastes exactly the same. Got but it. the icing has a little more consistency to it, and it's 
I wouldn't say it's totally cakey, but it's definitely like more gives you carrot cake cinnamon. vibes. Yeah, exactly. It's it's in it's in the same suite of yeah varietals in the same species, just the same way that Hannah G. Demi and her elder statesman, whatever that old bitch's name was, Annalise. <laughs> Annalise. Yeah. Ed, do you still want to talk about The Bachelor? <laughs> I can't stop. It's now embedded in you, Ed. I just have 20 pages of notes. Rob, is carrot cake Oreo a flavor people wanted? I'd say it's like a yes, because every mm-hmm. time I go to like dinner with a big group of people and they bring out carrot cake, there's always one asshole who's like, oh my God, carrot cake. Oh, that's me. I love carrot cake. <laughs> there's always one person who really wants that for whatever strange reason, which yeah. I don't think it's a bad flavor, but... So I would have to say, like, yes, but I don't think it's everyone was biting at the chomp to get yeah. carrot cake. Dude, carrot cake's badass. I like carrot cake as well. <laughs> like, what the fuck? Like, it's a vegetable. What is it doing? It's so awesome. They do have a fake little carrot on top of the carrot cake that they have oh, in like the Oreo that. packaging. Yeah. I like that. And, so, Rob, does it achieve this carrot cake flavor? I'm, I'm guessing that it uh, – I, I have a guess. I don't think it does. It doesn't seem like it does for you. Yeah, it, it emulates it, but it's not exactly there. So I'd so, say it's a... Uh, no? Negative no and a half? I'd say it's a no, but it's not like a bad no. It's not like they... It's like, okay, what they miss, they still hit something okay with. God. Like, if you I, ate this, if someone, if you asked for an Oreo, and yeah. someone gave you this Oreo... Would you, you would, know what direction they were trying to head into? Yeah, if you, you gave like, me if you gave me like three guesses, I'd be like, all right, it's probably one of these. Yeah, I could okay. say, it. yeah. All right. What could you confuse it with? Do you think, like gingerbread? Like, it yeah, like yeah, gingerbread. Pr- yeah. Probably like a gingerbread one, or or honestly like a pumpkin spice Oreo or something. Mm-hmm. Like mm, interesting. And Rob, the last and most important category of goodness. Yeah, it's good. It's a yes. It's not like oh, I could. Wow. I could definitely have a full sleeve of them, but that's about the extent of it. I don't think I could. As opposed to a regular Oreo. <laughs> yeah, America's favorite cookie. Are you, are you a big fan of the Oreo, Rob? Yes, large. Mm. Uh, I've been a, been a fan for a long time. So do you think that this cookie would be improved with a glass of milk? Because I didn't see a glass of milk in your... You're right. Sleeve. I actually did. I was going to get milk, but I didn't have time to. Um, mm. So I guess it does. It is kind of missing that aspect, but I don't think it would alter so, my decision. We'll so I'm actually okay with. Nah, I don't think it would alter <laughs> my decision one way or the other. Okay, so. guys, that was Crunchy Corner. And speaking of altering good. decisions, we need to alter the way we act in society and be better. Wow. We're here to the third most favorite segment. Second being the end of the podcast. We're here on etiquette, where we discuss how to be, and it's etiquette spelled E D. I Q U. Why don't we ask Rob? T T E. How to spell sure. etiquette? Is oh, Rob did make up etiquette. How did how did I did? Which is spelled? also like very yeah. Just be like instead of E T in the beginning, it's E D. Um, mm. Which is also mm. very ironic because you know you're terribly Disgusting. rude and oh. clumsy and <laughs> <laughs> like you seem to break all normal <laughs> normal requirements yeah. of having etiquette in any sort of social se- setting. So yeah, I like you haven't I'm looked like... at us once during this conversation. <laughs> That is okay. I'm, all right. As he continues to wistfully look out of his window. I'm not his, looking out the window. My brain is literally turned off and my eyes are, I'm listening just to stare, you guys. He's just staring at his cat licking himself. No, there's nothing over there. Rob, you have an etiquette ready. I do. If, if that's okay, I don't want to steal yeah, all your time. I want to hear yeah. So it, it requires a little bit of explanation, but I'll be as, as concise as possible with it. Um, I was traveling this weekend, 
uh, traveling through DC airports, which are the absolute worst, mainly because of the people that wander through there. And I don't mean the workers, I mean like the travelers are just god-awful human beings, nine times mm-hmm. out of ten. Um, mainly because like, they all feel entitled for no apparent reason whatsoever. They all think they're far more important than they actually are. Mm-hmm. So when I'm going to check in, I'm going into the TSA pre-check line. So it's supposed to be faster, it's supposed to be easier, take your shoes off, it's much nicer. Um, and when you go into the TSA pre-check line, it splits into two other lines where typically there's like a left and a right line that goes up ultra to the, TSA free check <laughs> where they no, the it's diamond a, club. It's a way to like break <laughs> up a single line so that you alternate left, right, left, right, left, right to the one TSA worker who is checking your ID and your, your, your uh, boarding pass. Uh-huh. So I'm going up and there's like six or seven people only in the left-hand line. Okay. Which in my head is like, okay, normally you would use both lanes, but clearly everyone is just using the left-hand one. Maybe the other one's closed. I'm just going to go in the left-hand lane and mm-hmm. I'll go in there. So I'm standing there and they're checking the passport or they're checking the IDs and stuff. And then some guy comes up behind me and then someone comes up behind him. And he's like clearly like itching and like looking around mm-hmm. like fervishly. And it's like nine o'clock on a Thursday night. Like there's like two flights left. Like he's not in a rush. It's fine. Mm-hmm. And he just walks up to the right-hand lane, which was open, and the TSA agent just, like, took him next. So he's now effectively cut, like, five people in line. What an ass. And then the guy behind me does the same thing. So now I'm, like, getting cut again. And then other people that are coming into line are now going in the right-hand lane, too. And it's like, obviously, we were all only using the left-hand lane. And at first I was like, what an asshole. Fuck this guy. I can't believe these people do this shit all the time here. And I get up to the front. And I was like, you know what? Maybe I'm overreacting. Like, I could have done it, but I didn't. Whatever. And then mm-hmm. the lady in the right-hand lane who had now caught up to me, who was like five people behind me, said to the TSA agent, no, 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 let him go. He was waiting. Which was very nice, but right. also reiterated to me, like, no, other people recognized that these people were being jackasses. Right. Yeah. So I was justified. I mean, like, fuck them. They shouldn't be able to do this shit. Right. So my etiquette would be read the situation and understand that clearly... Other people could have jumped the line as well, but weren't, so you shouldn't do that either. Line yeah. skipping, which we see a lot in modern day society, is makes me so fucking mad. Yes. Like it's just like you who do you think you are? <laughs> so so Rob, um would the etiquette have been for the person behind you to tap you on the shoulder and say, Hey, if you head over there, you'll get through faster. I would agree. Yes, that would be as well. So that would have been okay. And then they could follow you and still you get the through. Person, yeah. Well, I had. Well, so the other thing that just didn't happen was nobody asked what was going on with the right lane. So when I showed up, I assumed it was like closed. Mm-hmm. So I probably in that time would have turned to the person in front of me like, hey, is the right lane open or no? But mm-hmm. none of, again, same thing. The people behind me like didn't do that. So I think it would have been more appropriate because at that point too, by the time that we would have had that dumb conversation and like figured it out, we probably would have been up anyway. Yeah. Because it was still going rapidly. But once other people go in the other lane, then it just like doubles the amount of time that I'm standing there. Yeah. So it probably, yes, the etiquette would have been to ask or inquire with the people in front of you, which yeah. I guess I didn't do either, but I also didn't cut them all. So I feel That's less true. obligated to throw myself on the flame. Eric, what do you have as your etiquette? This is self-etiquette. Now, when Ed was here, we played some board games, and we were playing a great game, which we did not discuss on our board game episode, but it's called Ticket to Ride. It's very good. 
Um, and I'm pretty good at this game. So I've won a couple times. And Sydney was hyping me up because I hadn't played with Ed and Katie yet. And she was like, we got to watch out for Eric. We got to know what he's doing. What's he doing? What's he doing? The whole game, everyone's like on me for what I'm trying to pull in this game. And it gets to the end. And the, the end of this game is very uh, stressful because you're trying to create like paths in this game. And so the paths that you can create kind of start to dwindle as the game closes. And so I'm getting stressed out because I need enough cards and all this kind of stuff to make things happen. And in the game, you can prevent other people from succeeding by blocking their 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 paths if you know where they're going. Excellent. And Sydney blocks me once with the caveat that she looks at me and says, I hope you still love me after this. <laughs> and I was like, damn, that was fucked up. Yeah, that's like but Scar I had grabbing, cards that grabbing I was like, Mufasa's right, paws before dropping. I'll figure it out. I'll figure, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I'll figure it out. So then I try to do my next play. <laughs> and Sydney looks at me again. She's like, really i hope you still love me and she blocks my next path and at this point i didn't react well and sometimes <laughs> when you're playing board games you gotta step back just like demi on bachelor in paradise and you gotta be like oh my this god is dumb Eric, shit that doesn't mean anything just this whole let it go. Po- this whole podcast the whole premise of this was apologizing to sydney <laughs> god damn it i this hate the you. whole episode the whole episode oh is god. i apologize to sydney <laughs> Dude, the whole premise of the last episode was you apologizing to future Katie's and she's not even going to listen to it. Losers. (laughs) This happened. Fuck. Fuck. That was a good attitude. Yeah, so that's it. When you're playing a game, like, dude, it doesn't matter. Wait, what was your reaction? Did you, like, flip the board game in anger and disgust? No, I didn't. Did you, like, kick over her drink? I was just like, what the fuck? I was screwed up. Because at no point... Was anyone well? I guess Ed was blocked at one point, but no one else was blocked. Why didn't Katie all of you team up on us? Ed? <laughs> that would we should have teamed up on Katie. No, Katie like doubled everyone's score. <laughs> See, that's the, this is what happens, Rob. You and you guys and my high school friends never realize this. When you team up on me, you leave it open for somebody else to and succeed. Ed, somebody you thing, like less no, than me. That's the one thing that you never understood is that all of us would rather let literally anybody else dominate nice. so long as you were so far behind that it was comical. <laughs> I, I also would get it. I would, we would constantly monopoly, whatever, sacrifice our own individual wins to make sure right. that Ed lost more than anybody Eric, else. I, 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 it, there, there is something to say. It is pretty uh-huh. fun to get a, a root... Uh, to get somewhat upset from a board game, but I know I was sad for you. Uh, and then I felt like I ruined the night. It was a sour ending. <laughs> oh, I don't think you're so. And then blind. you guys left in the morning. Wow. You like woke up and you're like, "All right, we got to catch a 9 a.m. bus." I'm still pretty upset about that board game. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Eric was upset. It really just, just shook Katie upset. and I. We're just we got to get out. <laughs> we got to get out of here, man. Yeah. We just don't. We just don't feel safe here right now. Yeah. <laughs> so then we bolted. Rob, thank you for coming on. This has been an hour and twenty minutes of bachelor talk, yep. and I, I, I haven't. Uh, people don't know anything about you. We've only disclosed that we're friends, just like you, just like you wanted, and we've only talked <laughs> about the bachelor. You're literally living your dream world. That's I mean, true. we disclosed that your name's Rob, and you like bachelor, and uh, you're Italian content. Yeah, you're Italian. It's totally fine. Um, <laughs> we you also- at some point fly to DC. Mm-hmm. So there you go. Yeah, Sleeps too much information. On the internet. Honestly, <laughs> too much information. Honestly, 
Yeah, we're all good. I'm always I'm always down to talk Bachelor and or other trash reality TV shows with so you. What, I've got a whole whole just knowledge base of garbage television that I can maybe yeah. Rob, maybe you'll be our reality show expert. I and can we'll always have you do on that. to talk about reality we can go, shows. You know what we can do is we can just go back through the archives of the show Foreplay, which used to be on the Playboy channel. <laughs> oh my gosh. <laughs> and you'll be our the... little reality Steve. Ooh, I can do that. Yeah, I can give yeah. you all the spoil. Well, I don't know. You're the one that is, you and Sydney are the one breaking all the news on People Magazine. <laughs> so, <laughs> Eric, I'm what's our homework for next week? Recently, I've started to use Day One Journal app, and I've been journaling a couple thoughts every couple days and it's been good therapy and i think it would be interesting to read what ed jots down every night and i'm just i'm very very intrigued i feel like you would need to put like parameters on it too like ed is only allowed to write in his journal at 3 a.m yeah (laughs) so we're gonna do the journal thing i feel like that's where your gut's going fine so we'll be journaling every day i'm not starting tonight i refuse I'll jot some stuff down. I hope I I hope you only journal about the Bachelor Ed. <laughs> Just continually think about the different relationships. I'm really worried that we're gonna do it and it's just gonna come out more depressing than anything. <laughs> Alright, here are the rules. Okay. Um you don't have to use the day one journal app. You can do anything, but you have to record something in private okay. every day. It can be a picture, it could be uh, something you did at work. It could be a workout that you did and you just record, like, the workout, oh, Ed, whatever. please do that. Please just post, like... <laughs> workout videos? <laughs> like your LeBron. It's something that you didn't post publicly or, or necessarily, like, talk to anyone else about. Something that you just wanted to keep for yourself that you're then going to talk about on the podcast. <laughs> okay, perfect. Okay, I'm already getting anxiety about it, but I'm down to do Hell yeah. It. Does it, wait, has to do it every day? About your every anxiety. day? Yes. Every day. Great. Excellent. Jesus Christ. Until I'm the next sing. episode. <laughs> I'm three I, I, months I, from now. <laughs> All right. Rob, thank you for coming on. Rob, thank you. Hey, thanks Goodbye, for having me, guys. People. Appreciate it. And here to play us off, Rob, what song do you want to hear? It just. It, what song do you want to hear? What song do you want to hear? I think you should play Meek Mill because he has his new show on Amazon that I'm a plug just because I like it. Came out this week. Nice. <laughs> Perfect. Meek Mill, here we go. Dreams and nightmares. <laughs> Ooh, good one. I used to dream for times like this, around <laughs> like this. I love my wife. I love my wife. <laughs> I don't see me mad at.